What's up, peeps? Welcome back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of AEW Insider. A quick happy 420 to all. While you're listening to the podcast, blaze up and light one for me and or with me, because that's all I'm getting down. Uh, WWE's Matt Riddle made a tweet today about him celebrating 420. He's a known resident pothead. Anyway, stick around to the end of the show so you can find out how you can win a Series 1 AEW action figure. I finally decided which one that I am ordering, and you guys are going to be mad, mad excited. It's friggin' nice. AEW. Being the Elite released their 200th episode today. Imagine that. Probably almost like four years now. 200 episodes. All I got to say is congratulations, guys. I've been watching for years and I love the show. This episode had brother versus brother. It was actually Matt Jackson versus Nick Jackson. And holy fuck, they got it in. They were fighting at one of their estates. They fought all over the place. Used the golf court, had people filming them off of roofs, on concrete, on grass. It was fucking crazy. Definitely, they beat the piss out of each other. Definitely check out our Twitter and Facebook to see who won. I did post a video. Uh, Cash Wheeler of The Revival tweeted, Hi, followed by clapping hands to Cody Rhodes. And Cody tweeted back, High cash, back with uh, clapping hands also. Fans, of course, think they'll go to AEW now. We all know AEW has wanted the revival for a very long time. Personally, I would like to see them with NWA. I feel that is a better fit for them, but only time will tell. WWE. During a live Instagram cast, the great one of Rock said that he actually is open to a match with a family member. He said... Rock versus Roman Reigns. Is it possible? Sure. Anything's possible. I'm always open, and that's the cool thing about professional wrestling, is there is there is an adaptability to pro wrestling, and you never say never in pro wrestling. And you never say never with Vince McMahon, who has been one of my mentors in the business for a very long time. And we're very close. He's a very close friend and confidant, so never say no. And you know, for something like that to happen, I think that that venue would have to be right. I think the business model has to be right. I'm very close with Roman. We're family, so we'll see. I'm not a, myself, I'm not a Roman fan at all, but I would absolutely love to fucking see those two go at it at a WrestleMania, SummerSlam, or something. WWE, please make this happen. Also, The Rock and Iza Ray are developing a scripted backyard wrestling series. It's titled. Trey CNT, as in Trey Count, three count. It's about Cassius Jones, who's a young dock worker and a struggling pro wrestler who uses his inherited life insurance money for a startup cash and a dead to shotgun house from his grandfather to start a hip hop centric backyard wrestling empire in Houston's third ward, the Trey, with the help of his working class family, neighbors, and friends. So he gets some inheritance cash, and he starts up a backyard wrestling. It's going to be a scripted series like Glow. With the rock behind it and shit, it's going to be dope. 
A recently released NXT star was in a very bad car crash. His name is Dan Matha. He posted pics of the crash, which looked very bad, and also the damage done to his face and the back of his head. Just from the pictures of both, he's lucky to have walked away from it. He said, boy, do I have a crazy-ass story to tell all of you. From the world getting locked down to getting ejected through my window and then being released by WWE. It's been a wild, I mean wild, 21 days. I want you to tune into his Instagram live and you can hear the details about it. WWE is considering rehiring a released star because other people backstage were very vocal about her. Speculation among the locker room is that Sarah Logan is expected to be back with the company in some capacity in the near future, if she isn't already. As with the case of anyone getting fired, there will be plenty of unhappy people, but we've heard numerous people loudly went to bat for her. Fans have identified the identity of the hacker who's been hacking WWE. If you don't know, want to know who it is, skip right now. Three, two. All right, they're actually saying it's two hackers. They actually, the fans, you know fans are crazy. They actually took the audio and de-scrambled it. The voices of the hackers belong to Mustafa Ali and Chad Gable. So who knows if they're going to release both of them or they just have both of them do the voices off camera. But it's going to be really interesting to see where WWE goes with this. All right, peace. We got to pay the bills real quick. Make sure you stay tuned back in. I'll be right back. All right, peeps, we're back. Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1, as in the number one. Let's get back to the show. Back to WWE. Dave Meltzer is claiming that WWE had enough money that they did not have to let go of 40% of their staff and they still would have made huge profits if they did not during that time that they're going to be cut or fired forever for blah, blah, blah. But he said an interesting stat is if WWE cut its dividend to owners going largely to the chairman, say in half, the savings would pay for every single cut wrestler and agents' monies for two years in two months. If they cut the dividend completely, it would supply everybody for four years in four months. They've got plenty of money to cover them during the crisis. $500 million to be exact from their own mouths, and they don't need to dip into that. Brandon Thurston estimated $127 million in profits just this year alone. Not based on seeing another, if they didn't make any other house shows this year, like live events, they still already made 127, which is fucking insane. The Godfather has revealed that Vince McMahon is an advocate of marijuana. He said, well, I'm not going to go that far, but Vince is up on the times. If cannabis were to become legal, then he would have no problem supporting it. He supported it when I was there. I never smoked with Vince or seen Vince smoke. He had to throw that in at the end to cover his ass. Also, Chris Jericho told the story about how Vince McMahon lit up a joint in front of Donald Trump while at a concert. The Godfather seemed to paint a similar picture of Vince McMahon. So Jericho says he's seen, seen him smoke. Godfather said he's cool with it. Uh, tomorrow night on Fox FS1, 
WWE has three hours of programming before backstage comes on. So from 7 p.m. Eastern time to 11 p.m., they have three one-hour specials. One features Becky Lynch, the other Ronda Rousey, and the other Charlotte Flair, and then it'll be followed by WWE backstage. Uh, tonight on Raw, they did a couple more qualifying matches for Money in a Bank. So, so far, the participants in the men's match is Daniel Bryan, Alistair Black, Apollo Crews, and Rey Mysterio. The women's match does, excuse me, does have four women so far. I know it's Dana Brooks and three others, but I don't want to misquote it. So, I'll bring you the updates on the next show for the women's. Uh, random Wrestling News. The Revival has a sick-ass new logo. It's really cool, so check it out. And they also tweeted a pic of the Crockett Cup trophy and two NWA tag titles, hinting that they might be throwing their hat into the Crockett Cup this year, which will be great. Freddie Prinze Jr., you know, the actor, he actually was a writer for WWE in 2007. While in a meeting with Vince McMahon, he was caught playing World of Warcraft. Freddie Prince said, my first stint there, so I mean, he said in his first stint, maybe he means because he made an appearance after, or maybe he worked there twice, but he said, my first stint there, it was full of writers, it was full on writer's room every day, and then every single TV time, it was crazy, I was not built for that business, and I apologize, I fucked up, he's saying every day they were working hard in the writing, writing room, and especially when it was TV day, he said he wasn't built for the business, the schedule, or the lifestyle. I couldn't hack it and eventually had to tap out. And then he said he was telling a story about World of Warcraft. He's sitting in a meeting and he says, my dwarf was in a raid. He was in a dwarven priest. And I was just in the middle of my moment, so I wasn't thinking about the work call anymore. I was in my apartment. So I hit forward slash charge, and which is like an emoji for people who don't know. Only this one in particular, your dwarf would actually speak. And it was like this battle cry. So Vince said, what the hell was that? On a side note, Freddie Prince Jr. left WWE on his own accord. He was not fired. All right, Pete. So that's it. I just wanted to bring that to you real quick. I apologize for messing up right there. Like I said, when I record a podcast on, the editing equipment sucks, so I can't edit it as great as I can on my YouTube. But anyway, if you do want to win a Series 1 AEW action figure, I made it simple. Just go to our YouTube, AEW Insider. Subscribe if you haven't been, if you're not subscribed, because you have to be subscribed. Besides that, like, share, and comment a video. That's all you got to do. Go to our YouTube, like, share, comment, and subscribe, and boom, you're in the running. The AEW action figure is the bomb. I figured I got the best one that came with the most stuff, blah, blah, blah. But like I said, remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1 as a number one. Go on YouTube. We got some great videos on there. I'll see you guys soon. Ciao. Thank